Thank you for downloading Three Idgets in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And thank you for downloading this episode of Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're going to be talking about season three, episode 15, Time is on My Side. But first, how are we doing? Pretty good. Well, you're yawning. You're yawning a little. I'm yawning because you're yawning. There's <laughs> gonna be a lot of just dead air that we're cutting out that nobody's gonna understand. Part of the yawning is we're recording much later than we normally do, yes. and you know after a work day. Yes. And also, some people have a neurological disorder that makes them yawn a lot sometimes. Yeah. So I, we got a couple I'm, things going every time on. I stand up, my brain twinges recently is it like i need oxygen i don't know it's like a my whole head is like ow i wish there was an audio way to capture that face though <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, okay close one eye <laughs> open your mouth up and like a like a <laughs> and wince the other eye uh, <laughs> and it, yeah it's like the whole right side of my brain is like convulsing in pain when i stand up and i and sometimes it makes it so i feel like i can't breathe no for a few seconds and i'm like okay i'm fine and then i keep walking it only lasts for like few seconds. Could be something to bring up with the old doctor. It could be. There's a muscle on the back of my neck that gets tight and I can feel it in my eyeball. (laughs) 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 Oh, okay. Right, it's here and I can feel it here. I mean, that's what pressure point, like acupuncture or something. I have to stretch it out because like when when this is tense, uh, it's more likely to trigger an episode. And like like when I'm like in an episode, it gets tenser and tenser and tenser. Yeah. I need to be on muscle relaxers or something to get it to release because like (laughs) I have to like stretch it like that. This side will do it too, but this side's more. The wonders of the human body. (laughs) The wonders of the human body. I remember when I was little and we were sitting in the back seat of the car and I was like, do you ever feel like a really intense pinching in the center of your palm and you were like no <laughs> no no do you and i'm like yeah and you're like that's not right you're like that's weird <laughs> well that's not right you're like that's weird well, this is like when, a, when a you're in kid. high school and of course that's what i sounded like in high school yeah you're like that's weird that's a little weird it's a little weird patricia lived in california yeah. in high school <laughs> <laughs> L.A. 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 Thank you. L.A. <laughs> but I still sometimes get it every once in a while. It'll be like a, like a kind of, it feels kind of like a cramp, but like I can feel it in the center of my hand and it makes my thumb go like this and I'm like, ooh. And then it goes like away. like hand cramps, but not yeah. like, like there's usually some cause of it. Like I've been writing too much or. It just happens sometimes. I had a weird hand cramp one time where my fingers went backwards. <laughs> <laughs> like the hand, I mean, hand glory from Harry Potter, just like 
eh, and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, like, kind of, yeah. <laughs> except they all like, like, like bent, like they all bent backwards and like, oh. and, like I couldn't control it. Oh, oh my god, he's <laughs> just sitting there like doing just, just, just doing yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, just, just my hand, my hand just just fully convulsed backwards. I think oh you were god. actually just getting possessed. Well, it was, and I was very like. Hey, stop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, like, ah, oh my god. <laughs> Hand is eating your face. Yeah. <laughs> all of this is good content. Actually. I know, I know. Actually. All of the visual things or all of the. <laughs> all of I try the, to explain some all of the visual of stuff sometimes because, like, you guys will just, like, do a thing and I'm like, you were, like, last but, time you were like, it. like the, mm, like the, like, like mm, the Muppet, like, Oh yeah, eating oh, itself. Oh, 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 you both were like, mm, and I'm like, you know, like when a puppet is eating itself with like, like this, that, anger. like this, uh, out of anger, and then like, and then because nah! <laughs> you were just doing it. I'm like I, someone's got to explain it for the listener, <laughs> like what you're actually doing, because it's funny. I, but like I, I do, I do that. forget you can't see what I'm doing, listeners. <laughs> when I when I'm like, you know, when the muppet does this. <laughs> like dinner, like uh-huh. you know, <laughs> and I'm holding up my hand and bending my fingers so that it makes like a mm, mouth, <laughs> like <laughs> and and shake my hand a lot, like it's really angry, and then make it freak out. <laughs> you know when Muppets get mad. You know, <laughs> you know Muppets. I'm like, what even happened to today though? Uh, I just had work and then work again. And then a meeting, which went longer than I wanted it to, started later than I wanted it to, and went longer than I wanted it to, and that's why we're recording so late. Well, ain't that just the way? (laughs) (laughs) Ain't that just the way? Ain't that just the way? Uh, I only watched, I've seen that once all the way through, and then I watched, like, an episode I watched the, like, when we were there in the tavern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the highway man. Okay. I'm the highway man. I make ends meet just like any man. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And then he, well, then he does, like, a Cab Calloway thing. Yeah. Yeah, so my meeting went super long, but I'm going to be a co-chair for the Plattsburgh Arts Coalition. Do you get my No! Oh, okay. I have to pay. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't, and I have to pay to be like in the like a coalition member, yeah, the and it's an annual, annual dues. Oh. But now you're in charge. Now I'm in charge a little bit. I'm half in charge because I have another you're co-chair. Assistant to the res- <laughs> I'm assistant to the assistant to the regional manager. Um, no. I am. You're half in charge. Half, I'm half in charge, and now I get to like get to know this other person pretty well. Like hopefully, when we'll get to be friends, and I wanted to be her friend for a while. But yeah, so and it's one of those things where like we have a lot of mutual friends, and it's like she's very quiet, and I'm just like awkward, and I'm like I don't know how to make friends with you. Like now I'm like this is an incentive. And I was like, after the meeting, I was like I'm gonna message you on Instagram and get your number. And then we can be friends. And she, she was like, that should have happened a while ago. I'm like, yeah, it should have. I'm sorry. <laughs> Me. I'm awful at making friends now. Oh, boy. I, I mean, I've never just been, wait till you adult life. I've never been good at making friends. People have just, like, adopted me into friend groups for some reason. That's cute, though. Yeah, because the, it used to be like a, oh, Bridge is so innocent, such and such. And then when people heard me swear, they were like, oh, and I'm like, Everyone thought that, I, I think we've talked about this before, but everyone thought that I was, like, some Bible thumper because I'm like, I, I, re- I memorized the stories from school. We watched a lot of VeggieTales. We watched a lot yeah. of VeggieTales, but, like, 
I memorized things that were taught and being like, oh, I want to be the one to, to answer the, uh, raising my hand, like I'm, ooh, I, I know the answer. Oh, oh, pick me! Oh, I know! I know me! Me! And it's like, wow, you like must read the Bible. Yeah, I got some of that too. I'm like, I just know the things. I've just memorized the things that I was supposed to know in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if we want to stick with it, we can say something about uh, pain. pain being in pain. Um, body up, parts. Our fucked up bodies. Just human bodies in general. And, and how they break down over time. Yeah. Mine is That's already great. <laughs> Don't say that. Huh? I have so much back pain all the time. The frailty of life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I, I when I was little, I would go every year I'm dying. What? <laughs> what? I don't remember that. I, I remember I said it to Dad one time, and he was like, "You're not old enough to be dying yet." You <laughs> <laughs> didn't say like, "No, don't say that ever." It's like you're not old enough to say that. So the frailty of life. Speaking of our very frail human bodies, <laughs> let's jump into season three, episode fifteen. Time is on my side. So, our writer today, any guesses on the vibe of this episode? Sarah Gamble. Sarah Gamble. Great. Is our writer today. I had a feeling. We have a problem with her. Charles Beeson is our director. We've seen Charles Beeson direct for us in Playthings. Okay. Which we thought was Was well directed. Like, directed well. That's with the um, imaginary friend. Oh, right. And then the pool scene, yeah, and, like, yeah, they're, yeah. like, up the staircase, and, yeah. like, all that. That one that. just had weird writing. Right, with, yeah. like, the gay jokes and stuff. But, um, <laughs> but like, that the, we thought the direction was pretty good. Uh, and Roadkill. Okay, yeah. Which was pretty well directed, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sin City. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice... I don't think I don't we know noticed anything, or... like, super... There weren't a lot of big choices. Yeah. Yeah, there were all a huge number of direct, big, big direction choices, but certainly in Playthings. Yeah. This episode aired May 8th, 2008, and we open with... We've finally settled <laughs> on, like... An opening a, quote. <laughs> an, a themed opening quote that actually matches... The the- I got a year to live. Let's make the most of it. We gotta kill some evil sons of bitches and raise a little hell. Like, that is the... All right, there okay, we go. there we, we go. Found we've, we've, finally, we've... It's episode 15 of 16. We have found the, the, the theme of the season. <laughs> they want us to remember that Lilith is a demon who is a problem, and she wants Sam dead. Someone holds Dean's contract. want to remember Bella is the thief who stole the cult. Mm-hmm. She thinks she's misunderstood. <laughs> you, you don't even know me. <laughs> you don't even know, man. Dean and Sam are, have been hunting her down for a while with... No success. <laughs> we remember Dean doesn't want to die and go to hell, and Sam has vowed to save him. And uh, Dean is scared, but he's like, only I can get me out of this. And, it's and, like, Sam, and Sam's like, me too. And <laughs> me. Me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah, me too. You too. Me too. So we have, it's now. We, it's, we're, uh, we have an exterior. It's nighttime. They tell us where we are. Erie, Pennsylvania. It, it, this is... I don't know what building... This actually is. Right? But it's a fun little, like, they, like, There's a curve the shot. Camera, camera swing from, like, <sighs> like, like, above to, like, around and, like, down to see the guys walking up from out of the building from under, like, this... It's supposed to be, like, a gym, right? Because it's, it's yeah, a crystal cr- spot and, and racket, racket club. club. Yes. It's raining. It looks a little bit more 
like, I don't know, industrial, mm-hmm. like, or not industrial, but like... I mean, it's like very like modern and sleek, mm. but because like, of the conversation that the guys were having, I was trying to. Figure I thought it was out. gonna be like, ah, oh, they're getting out of work and they're both yeah. plastic surgeons. Uh huh. They are both, but, both, but, but they're not they're just not getting out, out of work. work. They're get, they're coming out of the gym. Yeah. After having just like played like racquetball con- or something. I didn't connect the dots. Yeah. No. It, first time through, I was I was definitely like. Is it? Is this where they do the surgeries? Yeah. I was yeah. Like, this Why are like, they in gym clothes? Yeah, right. <laughs> Why are like, they in scrubs? I was like, this is a weird place. Like, this is kind of a funky hospital. Yeah, right? Plastic surgeries don't, like, like depending on, not, yeah, like, like, the practice, not, yeah, but it, they can have, like, a satellite office that's not, like, the hospital. Yeah, but, but like, still, it's but, like, like I was weird thinking, place to... I was thinking, like, it kind of looks like a hospital a little bit. Yeah, there was and a lot was, about it. And yeah. I was like... And I was like, but the design is kind of funky. Like it, like it's and got blue lights. lights. It's got blue lights everywhere. And like, like they're walking out from under the. It's not like it w- should be an awning, like yeah. thing, but it's just like open. Like it's like the these lights, like these tube lights neon. that yeah. with like connected with like industrial looking metal. <laughs> so it's like a completely non functional awning. Yeah, yeah. I it made makes me think like I mean this is a building that exists. Yes. So, like, what I is get, it? No, I'm wondering what it is what for real. What is this building? So, two men walking out of this weird building. One of them's, like, up for a drink. And the other one's like, nah, I can't. I have work in the morning. And the first guy's like, what, a boob job? And the second guy's like, I wish. I wish! Nah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, okay. Like, you're mm-hmm. enjoying, like... Cutting up... Right. Because <laughs> you, yeah. In order to do that, you have to, like, incision their... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not. Is that a pleasurable? It's, kind not, of it's like, not like you're up in there, like it's groping not, It's them. not sexy. It's no. It's, it's surgery. Yeah, yeah. No. So it's this just makes me feel like the writers are like you know, or like that Sarah's like doesn't have a good handle on what that no. really is. You know, <laughs> so he's like, I wish. Nah, some crabby old broad wants the works. Need a forklift to get all that up. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> When he said that, I thought he was talking about her, either like her breasts sagging. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I took it as. Oh, I thought he meant like, like oh, oh, a facial. But, like that then, too. But then he says something about how he's doing a facial. Yeah, no, so like, like I thought but, he was talking about how her boobs were no, so saggy that he needs a like work to her face. Oh, yeah. But he's, he also says the works. So yeah. she, right, she maybe could be getting like a whole lot of work done, but like having a lift of yeah. some kind. Yeah, because the other guy's like all that work to have fifteen minutes off their faces. He's like, staying young is a brutal business. And they handshake and head to their cars. <laughs> they do this fun handshake where it's like they put their fists together and then yeah. pull apart and snap. <laughs> it's a very... It's a very I, secret handshake bro yeah, thing. Yeah. That's like... The, like but I feel like I've seen, I feel like I've seen, like, not not just, like, in, like, TV. I've seen it before. Yeah. And in, like, real life, I've seen guys do this before. Yeah. And I'm like, has... How? How? That's cool. <laughs> Is that, the, the sound of, like, pulling apart makes it snap. <laughs> you, gotta, yeah. you gotta do it quick. It's, it's, it's not I an actual snap, It's though. not. That's it's the they, noise but of they the... they did snap. They snapped I afterwards. They, I think they did. Is it, like, when they pull back, they also they snap did, their fingers? They did a... <laughs> that, just, that doesn't seem right. It doesn't. It's very, but also, it's like they both know what to do. <laughs> I know this is the problem with all secret handshakes. I've never worked like, out for me. It's like let's do so a secret handshake. What does that mean, though? It's like how I'm gonna, are we gonna? I'm gonna 
I'm going to use my mind powers to beam over the secret instructions. But no, I've never, any secret handshake that I've tried to remember, I, I have never I remembered. I can't remember. They're too complicated. To, I can't remember what I'm supposed to except do. Except for, like, kind of the one from the parent trap. Yeah, because that's just the... <laughs> secret hand bro secret handshake so the first man drives away we see him drive away in his car and the second man goes to his car goes to the trunk and we see like pov from the bushes and some twigs snapping and growling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't so make any sense. No. Like, no, nope. This guy's got, like, uh, he's got asthma. I was gonna say, he's got a breathing belt with <laughs> a pug. <laughs> he's got sleep apnea. <laughs> so, this man looks around when he hears the twig snapping, and he's like, probably nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Must but, be the wind. But, okay, so, the bushes are They're very thin. Here's the thing about the bushes, is if you've ever been in, like, a parking lot, and there's, like, those middle dividers with right? the mulch and the bushes, it's not and the like bushes are, like, like, come up to, like, mid-thigh. Yeah. And also, it's, like, fall or early... Sp- I think it's springtime, They're so, like, the leaves twigs. are not really here. It's just, like, there's no foliage. It's just yeah. twigs. You just be standing behind some <laughs> bare twigs. I know. And it's, and it's not, like, the, this is the edge of the parking lot. Like, there's, like, like, it, like it's, it's like, yeah. the little, the little just, embankment like, yeah. with, with thinking, a couple, a couple individual bushes. I'm just picturing, like, PetSmart and standing behind, yeah, one of the... Yeah, one of the yeah. little, in the parking lot, yeah. like... <laughs> where the dogs pee. There's yeah. just a tiny little bush, and you're, like... Yeah, and the guy looks and he's like, doesn't see anything. And Must I'm like, be the wind. <laughs> <laughs> we see like from under the car, right? That we see the like the this man at the trunk. Yeah. Now, now the camera is under the car. We see another pair of feet walk by, and <laughs> it's uh, like some old of his tongue, <laughs> <laughs> like a cartoon character. Yeah. <laughs> and dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, no, it's a uh, like a pair of old dress shoes and slacks kind of but they're like yeah. dirty yeah i guess and i couldn't tell my screen was like it's all very dark, dark. <laughs> I'm like, um, what? What's happening? There's a feet. <laughs> I don't know. I think. So our man at the trunk gets jumped by this other man, and we don't really see it, but he gets kind of thrown in the trunk, and the trunk gets closed, and then he's in there banging on the trunk, yelling for help. Now, because we have seen J.J. Bittenbinder's Street Smarts Methods, we know. <laughs> we know what to do in this circus. Yeah, you punch out the real the real tail light and then you and wave. wave. <laughs> I think they're turning left. <laughs> 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 very good. <laughs> Whoever this was that shoved the the gym going plastic surgeon into the trunk of his car picks up the dropped car keys, <laughs> and I guess we're supposed to think that he he's been kidnapped. Knows how to drive. <laughs> like he's mm-hmm. just this. He's an old monster who's like I'm he, gonna get in the car now and he, drive. <laughs> he learned how to drive. I think he took some classes. He has. He learned how to drive. He has not updated his medical practices. No! He learned how to drive. He learned how to drive a modern car. car. He did not update his medical practices. Still using a melon bother. (laughs) (laughs) And silk. Yeah. And maggots. And maggots. 
We'll get there, but we'll, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. We get there when we get there. But he can he drive also a car. learned how to drive. <laughs> oh my god! Which is that was great. That's funny. He's got his priorities. Yeah. Yes. He's like, well, how am I going to kidnap people if I don't know how to drive? <laughs> no one uses horses anymore. <laughs> <laughs> people do have maggots. Yeah, so. I guess we can do that still, but. Um, so this man who got jumped, uh, we see him walking into a hospital. And again, this is an interesting director choice. Yeah. The yeah. camera is on the ground, and on we see his feet. feet kind of walking in the, like, on staggering the edges in. of the f- camera frame as blood drips onto the floor in the center of the frame. I kind of an interesting director choice. Yeah. That's cool. He goes up to a nurse, and she's like, sir, let me see. Oh, my God. This <laughs> made me so mad. This... This scene, this scene is insane to me. Literally. (laughs) Don't worry. There's nothing I haven't seen. Okay, this man, he's in like a black bathrobe, barefoot. He is dripping blood on the floor. And she's just like, okay, so let me see. And clutching at his abdomen. He needs immediate medical attention. It's not like, oh, there's gotta be a paper cut. His his hands, his hands are covered in blood. His, his bathroom is completely stained with blood. No one else is like reacting. A couple people have kind of like looked at him and like walked away. Yeah. yeah. This nurse is like, sir, can I help you? (laughs) Yeah. Sir, take your hands away. I need to see what's going on She's like, it's okay, sir. Just let me see. Like, no. no. Get this man on a stretcher. Get, yeah, get him on a gurney. He get needs to go. Get him in the hospital room. Get him in the bed. Get him Get him in the ICU. Like, he, yeah. like he okay, so he's got his hands are covered in blood and she's like I need, like let, let me it's okay let me see first thought would be stab wound like at literally least. at least yeah so if, if he's if, if he's dripping blood and his hands are on his abdomen was he's applying thinking, pressure like oh don't worry you don't have to be embarrassed to open your bathrobe he's wearing pants was he? I think he's, he's wearing pants I, could, I, I, I didn't think he was wearing so. pants he's not wearing pants? I thought he was wearing pants I thought it was just like bare legs and they were like walking oh maybe not Could I thought yeah I thought his, it was just a bathrobe I thought, I thought. His, Stuff was his junk was just out. Yeah, uh, maybe. So maybe she's like, "Oh, don't worry, sir. I've seen but a penis before. But, but there's like, blood but, everywhere, but, right?" And and like, so if it's been he's if, he's, his ass, if he's been like, stabbed, he's applying pressure to the wound. Yeah, he's doing like, what he's supposed to. And she's like, like, "Take those hands away. Let me see." She touches his bloody hands with her bare hands. Uh, she doesn't put gloves on. Yeah, and he's like, no, 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 no. And she's like, it's okay, sir. It's nothing I haven't seen. And pulls his hands away from his abdomen as he begs her not to. We see, we don't, we don't get the full visual. Yeah, we hear something. We hear something <laughs> splatter on the floor and we see like, 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 like Monty Python squirting of yeah. blood. <laughs> Like, um, but it's kind of blurry because the focus, like the camera is like, would be like next to his abdomen looking up at the nurse. So like the blood. There's like a stretch of something, right? I think that's that's blood. blood? I think it's blood pouring out of him. I thought it was, I thought it was like a stretching organ. Could be a stretching organ. It looks, I thought it was, it was red. I thought it, I I thought it looked like pouring blood. Okay. But it's, it's blurry. Right. Because it's, it's out of focus because the focus is on the, is like looking up at the nurse (laughs) who sees it and just starts screaming. Um, I guess you haven't seen everything. Also, she screams like four times distinctly. Yeah. It's just like, ah! 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 Um, and and he's screaming and she's screaming and no one's like, we're all screaming for ice cream. No no one's calling a code. 23! 
2319! If you've been in a, a modern hospital, like, there's signs up everywhere about, like, what, dif- like, like if you hear a code over the intercom or whatever, what the different codes mean, and, like... This would be a code blue. I don't remember what all the I don't remember. Code blue, that's, like, that's, 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 that's a se- extreme serious emergency. Yeah. So, sure. like... Don't, don't quote me on that. But, like, there are other nurses and people around, like, but, like, if you're, like, oh, if you're a nurse, you, like, do something! You don't just stand there and scream! And you don't pull the hands away when and, they're, and like, just, just this like, entire scene. This entire scene. Bonkers. What is happening in this hospital? <laughs> and so, yeah, we're led to assume that he probably had a big incision in his stomach slash gut area, and his whole thing probably spilled out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, even if they got him to immediate help, would he been able to survive? If, like, if he, he had he was holding everything and he was walking. Maybe. 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 You know, but like, it could have been in such shock that he was like, he, he was still up and walking a little bit. But then like, if, if they finally got it, if they got him in like quick enough, like, maybe. Maybe. Um, but definitely not if you pulled the hands away. And, and, let, and, and, let, and let the organs the on the floor. Like, mm. Don't worry, sir. There's nothing There's I haven't nothing seen. I haven't seen. Oh my God. And like, based on what we know from like, like the later instances, almost certainly there were bugs in there too. Yeah. Gross. So almost certainly, along with everything else that's falling out, is just a whole bunch of maggots, maggots too. Ugh. Gross. So this scene was bonkers. <laughs> this scene, I had to pause it, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Also, the scream. Stephen heard it from the other room, and he was just like. <laughs> <laughs> She's just looking around to go. It's like, ah, like is any ah, and the way she's looking around ah, though is like, is anybody else gonna ah, come deal with this? It's like, yeah. it's like in Shark Tale when um Oscar when he's tied up to the rock and he's like, what? <laughs> yes. and he's like swing, <laughs> yes, marry that. So after this bonkers scene, uh, we go to theme. Clouds. Clouds. Strange. Strange clouds. clouds. <laughs> you know we put that in in post, right? <laughs> the sound of the theme. You don't need to do it with your mouth. <laughs> I like that though. Yeah. <laughs> like that, you know. You know, like wah. So we come back from theme. And there's a man tied to a chair, getting holy watered and screaming. This scene made me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels, this scene was made me think of Sarah Gamble. <laughs> We're in like an you know an abandoned looking building. The the fireplace is running. I was off. gonna say there's a fireplace. It's very cozy. <laughs> it's very cozy, except for everything's covered in dust and cobwebs. Yeah. Uh, and there's like balled up newspaper on the floor. Um, <laughs> well, they didn't make it to the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, like when you're starting a fire and like you just like, ball up some newspaper. Like, you well, put yeah, it but, there, that's, but that's the job you give the kids. It's like, hey, kids, ball up this newspaper and then they make way too much. <laughs> it's like, oh, we got to do that to this for next time. You know, we'll have that. But let's <laughs> <laughs> just ball the newspaper around the floor. Like, oh. Yeah, so this man is, is being tortured by Sam and Dean. The holy water sizzles him, so we know he's a demon. Um, and the boys are interrogating him. He's insisting he doesn't know anything. I'm telling you the truth. Dean pours holy water down his throat, which is, which is, it boils and sizzles. Um, they want to, they're trying to find out who holds Dean's contract. Demon eyes go black. It's like, (laughs) 
your mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a your mom joke. Yeah, they make a your mom joke, which turns into a, a sexual assault joke. Yes. Um, uh, and then Dean's like, I want a name or else. And Demon's like, or what? You'll like pour more holy water in me. That's a flea bite compared to what will come to me if I like tell you anything. He's like, the only thing I'm scared of is a demon that holds your contract. So Sam begins an exorcism. Demon begins to <gasps> demon <gasps> demon noise. <laughs> um, and the demon says, you know, to go ahead, send him back to hell. And then to to Dean, he says, "Of course, when you get there, I'll be waiting for you with a few pals who are dying for a nice little meet and greet with Dean Winchester." Dying. <laughs> <laughs> Dean tells Sam to continue, send him someplace he can't hurt anyone else. Sam resumes, Demon screams, and as Dean looks on, deeply concerned. (laughs) At some point later, we're still in this abandoned house that's got a cozy fireplace. Sam is on a one-sided telephone call. That was a one-sided telephone call! You brand the prince twice? He's like, okay, chalk it up to lab error. Thanks, I'll I'll tell the lieutenant. (laughs) And Dean... He's like, yeah, don't I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Cop stuff, you know. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Dean walks in, and Sam's like, oh, did you bury the body? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, well, okay. Dean says, like, he's like, yeah, poor schmuck. The demons ride him hard for kicks, I think. He's like, what was that phone call about? And Sam's like, remember in the paper yesterday? And Dean's like, yeah, a guy in the ER with his stomach ripped out. And Sam's like, no, actually, it was his liver. The dead body was covered in bloody fingerprints that match a guy who died in 1981. And Dean's like, so the walking dead, like with the walking, killing dead. So Dean's like, okay, zombies. But what do you care? Sam's like, wah. Uh, Dean says, like, you've been on soul-saving detail for months, and we're three weeks out, and you're into zombies. So we've got a little exposition about our timeline. Three weeks. Three weeks. Huh. 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 And um, Sam is like, well, you've been so gung-ho about hunting, I thought I'd be doing you a favor. He's like, oh, no, no, no. Obviously, I want to hunt zombies. Sam's like, okay, whatever. And they have, like, a weird, like, like eye exchange. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, what about you? <laughs> Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Our next scene, the boys are at the morgue speaking to the county coroner. So this uh, coroner is like, the body was intact, except for the liver was the only organ missing. Dean's like, and they're, they're dressed in suits, right? They're like, mm-hmm. pretending to be cops. And uh, Dean's like, so where the liver was ripped out, were there any teeth marks? And the coroner's like, can I see your badges? <laughs> Can I see somebody? And they show their badges, and and he's like, so you're cops and you're morons. And he's like, oh, no, excuse me? No, 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 we're very smart. He says the liver was not ripped out, and he pulls the body out of the drawer. He's like, it was removed surgically. He's like, didn't you read my report? And Dean's like, of, of course. course. It's a real page of yeah. delightful. Like, Riveting. <laughs> like, Riveting. Riveting. There's a pause. The coroner's like, are you done? <laughs> He's like, I think so. That's <laughs> another cute exchange. And he's like, please go away. <laughs> the boys are like, uh, and like uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So boys leave. <laughs> in the hallway, they have a little walk and talk. And Sam's got this kind of like, Huh. Smug expression. Huh. Like, imagine that. He's like, so it kind of puts a hole in our zombie theory, huh? The whole scalpel thing. And he's like, maybe like, we're on the wrong track. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, zombie with skills, Dr. Quinn, medicine zombie. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah, I made that joke. <laughs> I made a little joke. <laughs> and he's like, well, what should we be looking for then? And Sam's like, survivors? 
This isn't like zombie shit. This is organ theft. So back in the hospital, the boys are interviewing a patient who does not want to be interviewed. No. I told the cops yesterday, I don't want to talk anymore. And so I was like, just a couple of questions, sir. The man's like, I just got my kidney stolen. I'm tired. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but don't you want to get the guy who, who did it to you? And he's like, will it get me my kidney back? <laughs> so what's the last thing you remember? He's like, feeding my meter. It's like, someone jumped me from behind. I wake up strapped to a table. Worst pain you could imagine, and then worse. It's like, then I black out again and wake up screaming in a motel in a bathtub full of ice. And uh, Dean's like, any details about the guy in the room and anything else? And he's like, oh, let me think. Yeah, I remember I remember something. Oh, yeah, it was uh, getting my kidney cut out. And they're like, okay. All right. <laughs> you you have a nice day, sir. <laughs> so now we're back at the at their motel. Sam is researching while Dean eats a burger. We're still, we're still in the era of multiple windows. Yep. We haven't found we haven't discovered tab technology yet. <laughs> but Sam has a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. He's And he's got a webpage open about medical procedures of the 19th century, surgical procedures in 1813. So he goes into talking about... There, how the incisions in in these patients were sewn up with silk, which He's was like that's weird. It's like a long time ago, it wasn't. It was the suture of choice in the 19th century, but it had problems. It would cause massive infections. So there was a solution. If you used maggots, the maggots would eat the bad tissue and leave the good tissue. It's like, dude, I'm eating. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, like it worked. And when they found our guy, his body cavity was stuffed with maggots. And Dean's like, dude, I'm eating. And Sam's like, yeah, I know that's what I said. Know, that's, I said, that's, said that's, that that's why I'm doing this <laughs> while you're sitting here. And then Dean says, so people are getting ganked. Little antiques roadshow surgery. Organ theft. Why does that sound so familiar? I'm like, that's <laughs> little, another little <laughs> antiques roadshow. I'm like, Dean. <laughs> Dean. And Sam's like, yeah, because you've heard it before. He's like, from mm. dad. And he pulls out the journal. We need our handy dandy notebook. Notebook. Right. It looks different. No, I think it's the same journal. It, I feel like we just haven't seen it in a while. They just haven't been using it. Yeah, like it, it, I, it looked, been. it looked a little different. But it was like I think it's only because we haven't seen it in a while. It's uh, I mean, we haven't seen it in a while because we haven't been like retracing John's steps really. Right. Okay. And they're not relying on it so much. They're becoming more capable hunters themselves. Mm-hmm. And there's you know a limit to the information that's in there. And the, some of the stuff they're running into is a little bit more advanced than the stuff John was dealing with. Mm-hmm. But Sam opens to a page about Doc Benton, who he says was a <laughs> real. He says was a real life doctor in New Hampshire. <laughs> As opposed to all those big doctors. Which, like, yeah. is kind of a bizarre... Th- I feel like it's a bizarre thing for him to say. What's yeah. his name? Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, oh, Doogie Hazard? Yeah. Like a, right. Like, as opposed to a fictional doctor or... I Like, like I'm not sure... Was a real-life doctor who lived in New Hampshire. Yeah. That's weird. Unless but. he's trying to tell the audience... That this is not um like they did not make this up. Doc oh, Benton was, he a, was real, a real real man re- in the real, real world. world, in the world where you, the viewer, are watching. However, that's not true, <laughs> yeah, right? He's like he, w- but he was obsessed with alchemy, especially how to live forever. The page of the journal has you know a symbol on it of like two snakes eating each other's tails. Oh yeah. And, like, eternal life written in big letters <laughs> with a bunch of other symbols and stuff. So in 1816, he abandons his practice. And Dean's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody hears from him for, like, 20 years. And then people show up dead. And Sam's like, or oh, missing a body part. And <laughs> he's like, uh, Dean's like, so whatever he was doing actually worked. 
parts wear out, replace them. Didn't Dad, like, cut his heart out, though? And Sam is like, well, the doc must have plugged in a new one, question mark. And Dean asks where he is. So Sam's like, according to this, Benton is picky about where his lab is. He likes dense forest with access to a river or stream. And he's like, because that's that's where he uh, <laughs> dumps the bile, intestines, and fecal matter. And Dean kind of gags. He's like, Sam's like, you lost your appetite yet? Like, <laughs> and Dean kind of looks at his burger and he's like, aw, oh, baby, I can't stay mad at you. He takes a big smug bite. So this thing about Doc Benton in New Hampshire was this doctor who was like obsessed with alchemy and eternal life who abandoned his practice. I tried to do some research on it. There, Most of the links led me back to Supernatural. Okay. There is in this one town in New Hampshire a sort of like a ghost, like a, it's like a local ghost story type thing that's like about this this doctor who, a couple different versions, usually after a tragedy in his life, became reclusive and kind of disappeared and you'll like see his footprints in the woods or whatever. And there's some connection to him, maybe like, like, you know, animals started showing up dead. But it's never about organ theft. Usually there is a it describes a mark behind the left ear on the victim and, like, no other marks. It seems to be much closer to, like, vampirism than, mm-hmm. uh, than like, whatever's going on here. And then in, like, one of the ghost story versions, he's this guy living out in the woods and this, like, kid goes missing. So, like, an angry mob chases him up to a cliff where he disappears. <laughs> Great. And he, like, and he maybe had the kid and threw the kid to her death. Maybe. Okay. But also, like, d- vanished into a snowstorm. And like hikers in the area will occasionally Sweet like <laughs> yeah hikers and hikers in the area will occasionally see like boot prints from like you know really old fashioned boots like not like hiking boots like you know like eighteen hundreds boots how can they tell there so it's I don't know much about shoes <laughs> I don't know much about boot prints but all but... <laughs> but all of this is like kind of concentrated to this one area in New Hampshire not Pennsylvania. Don't know what he's doing in Pennsylvania now in this yeah. in this part of the story. Also, he took a vacation. Nothing to do with organ theft as far as I I don't know why they had Sam say real life doctor. It's a real life doctor. We got some we got some runners at night. There's a man running and we hear like a beeping noise of a heart rate monitor. This new technology for the time? Um Mo- Mo- like, mobile heart rate watch monitors. Maybe watch. And yeah. they're showing it off. Yeah, it may have been at least like not like super mainstream because they're like yeah, like like the fitness watches weren't really a thing yet because yeah. they're like showing it a lot and yeah, showing no, how how it works. Right, it would be like you know, like in that one time we had a, a running one in um with her with her iPad iPad with her iPad. Oh my god, a giant, <laughs> a giant square on yeah, yeah, no, with her okay. iPod classic yeah. like and headphones, but um yeah, fitness watch like f- I mean Fitbits weren't a thing yet. No, but, but that kind of watch and like like, like the Apple smartwatch, which no, which this yeah. honestly looked kind of yeah. like a smartwatch. Right. And that was and like they had which and had that kind of functionality. Um, I don't think those weren't really a thing yet. Yeah, no. The closest I that I remember from the time were like pedometers. I was gonna say a little thing that you clip onto your hip or whatever. And it counts, and your, steps. It counts your steps. But they never worked right. No. And, and you could just like run in place and then or, like, you could shake just shake it, it. shake them. <laughs> um, that's what. Yeah, that's what we did in gym. Yeah. Yeah, and like they never really worked right. So it wasn't actually counting your steps. And you'd like you were if you were counting your steps, the number never matched, and you know whatever. But I'm sure, like I'm sure they did have mobile heart rate monitors for 
Like like there's the um the, the band ones that yeah. go around your chest for really serious runners. I don't know when though when like those are still expensive today. Yeah. I don't know when those I don't know when heart rate monitors became like more publicly available. Yeah. But this guy's got one. And Does he have heart problems? Maybe. We don't know. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Like if he had a heart monitor. Usually, I think it was just because he was so, like it's supposed to mean that he's like a serious athlete, and, so it's like he really like, cares about his heart health and can't keeping. Like the reason runners use a heart rate monitor is because they're trying to keep their heart rate in a certain range when they run, mm. because keeping your heart rate in a certain range when you exercise does different things for you. And for runners, they're trying to build endurance. They're trying to keep their body steady for as long as possible. So you try to, so like you're running along, it's like, oh, my heart's beating a little too fast. You got to slow down for a little while so that your heart can, to to give your system a chance to adjust so that it can last in the exercise longer. But he's, this guy stops to take a break. And we have another POV from the, from the bushes. (laughs) And he's like at a, like near a body of water. Right, like or on is a boardwalk. Like, he's on like a boardwalk. You know, you know those boardwalks near right? Pennsylvania. But like, it's got like it's like tiered steps. It's some up park. to something like I don't. It's some it's like, like park bo- boardwalk thing. park near water in Erie, it's Pennsylvania. Like, kind of like a bench, but not. And also, they're in Pennsylvania, and I don't really understand where. I don't know where that's where that's supposed, where to, that's be. supposed to be. Um, so he sits down, and we get that POV from the bushes and twig snapping. And his heart rate monitor says he's at like one. 26, and then goes down to 125. He's like, oh, my shoes untied. And oh, he boy. That's so over to get it. Shoe. And he gets chloroformed. Is the jump scare sound effects they keep using are really funny. Yeah. That's so, funny. Bum, bum. so he gets chloroformed, <laughs> goes out. We come back, his uh, heart rate monitor is at 76. But it very quickly jumps up to panic. He opens his eyes. He realizes he's strapped to a table in a torture lab. He's bound arms, feet, chest, and head. He looks over, like, you know, just looks over with his eyes. He can't really turn his head that much. But um, and he sees a jar of maggots on a table beside him. What good are two grubs if they don't wiggle on the way down? And there are candles. And this is like, hmm, we're in old-fashioned laboratory <laughs> is where we are. And then... A man with a patchwork stitched face and a mask, like surgical, like yeah. What am I trying to say? Like I'm like you know the COVID masks. No. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it is a an old fashioned cloth surgical mask. Yeah, of the kind you would see on Mash. That's what they use. Right. He comes over with first like with pliers or something, and but then, then it, it turns into a scalpel. Like yeah, <laughs> no, he it's like I think he has like 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 uh, forceps. I yeah, think, I was I gonna say forceps. Um, and and he kind of like does like the thing you do with the tongs where you like clack them together to make yeah. sure they work. <laughs> and then he goes over to the man on the table with a scalpel, and um, then he starts cutting the man's chest open. And the man is like ch- kind of looking down like as much as he can at his chest as and screaming. And then he like snips through the middle of his chest. Mm-hmm. And cracks his ribs open, mm-hmm. reaches in and pulls out his heart, which is which we do get to see is uh, you can pumping. Hear- oh yeah, the heart rate monitor is going nuts at this point. Yeah, uh, and we can see the heart is huge and it's and it's moving and it's pumping. And this man is watching him take his own heart out of his body, and then he clips and the heart rate monitor. Yeah. Cool effects. Yeah. Very, cool. Very cool. Very gross. Very gross. The, the whole the rib cracking noise. Yep. <sighs> oh. And the working heart. Very, yeah. very cool. Very gross. Mm-hmm. So then we go to Sam pointing at a map, and he's like, "This is 
Royal hunting cabins abandoned for years. The phone rings and Dean answers and we hear that it's Bobby and he's like, hey, I got a lead on Bella. Bobby says, Rufus Turner. Dean has some joke right here. He's like, oh, is that a Cleveland steamer? And... <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. 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 Bobby says that he was a hunter, or used to be, and now he's kind of more of a hermit. He put the word out on Bella months ago, and Rufus called, said some woman wanted to buy some things from him. He's a, it was a British woman who went by the name Mina Chandler. Dean's like, she's used that one before. And it's kind of a sloppy move, contacting one of your old friends. Bobby's like, friend? I haven't seen him in 15 years. And he's like, I doubt she knows that I know him. Uh, he's in Canaan, Vermont. Bobby suggests that he take a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue with him if he goes to see Rufus. They're underestimating Bella a bit. Yeah. I don't know why Bobby would be like, nah. Nah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I doubt she knows that I know him. Like, So Dean hangs up, tells Sam to get packed. They're going after Bella. And Sam's like, I think we should finish this case. Sam reasons that there's no way she still has the cult. She probably sold it months ago. Dean's like, okay, well then I'll kill her. Win-win. <laughs> Sam protests that this case will save Dean. And he's like, this case is about immortality. Mm. Doc Benton can't die. We can find out how he did it. It, and then we can do that to you. He's like, you have to die before you go to hell, so just don't die. <laughs> Dean's like, did you know it was Benton? And Sam's like, no. I, I was hoping. I was, I was not for sure. <laughs> I was hoping. Dean's like, so the zombie thing. You were lying to me. Yeah, and Sam's like, no, I, I just didn't want to say anything till I was sure. Just trying to find an answer here. And Dean says, no, all you're trying to do is chase Slicey McHacky. <laughs> He's like, to kill him? No, you want to buy him a freaking beer. So he's like, I'm just, just trying to help. <laughs> and Dean's like, no, you're not. He's like, if I welch on this deal, you die. Living forever is welching. And so he's like, okay, fine, then I'll do it too. Get whatever the magic pill is, I'll take it too. <laughs> Dean's like, Bobby says, uh, if we kill the demon with the contract, the whole thing is wiped clean. And like, okay, we don't know that. But I mean, they trust that's, Bobby. But they, they trust Bobby. And that's like kind of the best bet they have. Right. Yeah. Sam's so like, yeah, but like, who are you going to shoot? We don't know who it is. So like, my idea for organ stealing immortality is better. And he's uh, like, well, I'll shoot the hellhounds then. So he's like, are you coming? And Sam's like, I'm staying here. Dean's like, no, I'm not going to let you. He's like, you're not going to let me. It's like, no. It's like, how are you going to stop me? We're trying to do the same thing here. And Dean's like, I know, but I'm going. I've got a gay. Go. Go, I've got to go. It's like, stay if you want to. He puts his bag on his shoulder and gives a look at Sam and says, Sammy, be careful. And Sam's like, yeah, you too. And they're both very sad and hurt. Yeah. We haven't really had them split up like this in a while. Mm-hmm. Since Scarecrow? Maybe. They're not doing it necessarily, like, to be like, fine, fine. Yeah. No, it's, but, it's, it's, but it's still splitting up in a way that we haven't seen them do in a while. They're splitting up because they're both sad and angry and hurt, and they're both trying to do what's best for the other, but the other is not listening to them and is keeping things from them. And and we're also in this kind of heightened emotional state because everybody here is desperate. Yeah. We are running out of time. And Sam is like, this is, I have this idea that's going to buy us some time with organ stealing immortality both boys are very sad and dean leaves our next scene we are in canaan vermont didn't know how long it took to get there but even pennsylvania to canaan vermont so if they were like very early in the morning when they got the call from bobby if they were up early now it is evening it doesn't look like evening when he gets there might 
<laughs> driven really fast. <laughs> we know we know Dean doesn't follow all the rules of the road. We yeah. also know that they don't always know about geography when on this show. They're like, yes, oh, uh, where we're Buffalo to New, New York, York City They're in like, like th- we, two hours. Two hours. We got this. We got this. Oh we'll God. be there and back in four. I don't uh, think that's how that works. <laughs> that's like four hundred miles, my dude. See, <laughs> so yeah, we're in Canaan, Vermont. Dean steps, he goes up, uh, steps to a house and rings the doorbell and knocks. We see a camera turn and look at Dean. (laughs) There's a sign that says, no solicitors, that means you. No asking for donations, no selling anything. I can tell this guy's great on Halloween. Yeah. (laughs) So there's a speaker and we hear somebody go, what? And and Dean's like, hi, uh, Rufus. And Rufus is like, even if I am, the question's still the same. Dean introduces himself. He says that he's a friend of Bobby Singer. And Rufus is like, so? (laughs) He's like, you you called him this morning? So? So? You told Bobby about a British chick? So? So? Like, you know where she is? Yeah. Yeah. Great, great. Could you tell me where to find her? Well, where can I find her? No. no. And she's like, of course not. He's <laughs> like, look, Rufus, man. And Rufus opens the door. He's like, you were knocking on my door. Don't look man me. I'm not your man. He's like, sorry, sir. And Rufus is like, right, I'm going to tell you a little story. <laughs> See, once upon a time, Bobby called me, asked me if I got a whiff of this Bella Talbot. I got a whiff. I called. The end. <laughs> and he's like, well, if, 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 if you could tell me where she is, that would be great. <laughs> It's like, Dean, do I look like I'm here to help you? It's like, uh, no, no. <laughs> it's like, then get off my property. And Dean's like, okay, fair enough. Um, but one question, I got and this. He says, one question, and Rufus just looks like he's like, oh, I my, swear to my God. Man, I'm going <laughs> to kick your ass, man. I swear to God. He's like, just, just, just one question. Um, yeah, just, just one more question. Uh, one more. Uh, oh, just one, just more, one more thing. thing. <laughs> just one more thing. Just one more thing. He's like, I got this scotch. And he pulls it out. And he's like, is this good? Is this any good? And Rufus looks at Dean for a second and smiles. At some amount of time later, we are inside Rufus's house. At the kitchen table. And they clink glasses. They do the clink. They clink. All right. Now, when we put our cups together, we will make the clink sound with our mouths. Ready? Eat it. Clink. Ding. There we go. And now we drink. Two-thirds of the bottle are gone. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So this is some amount of time. It doesn't have to be that long, but... It's not a, like... They don't come in huge bottles, but it's this is not like a little, like a yeah, sam- sampler. I was going to say, this isn't an airplane bottle. Yeah, this is a... No, this is a bottle of whiskey. Well, what's that? Uh, probably a liter. Sort of set of seven. Fifth? So they're what they call them? An eighth? Sixth? No, like, yes. No, I think they call, like, the actual, like, a bottle of liquor, like, a fifth or something. Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't know. Um, I don't drink liquor, so. <laughs> so they're, they've been drinking for a while. Uh, Dean asks after Bella. But no, I do, like, Rufus is like, I don't bother drinking if it's not this stuff. And Dean's like, it's a nice change. My whiskey usually comes in a plastic jug. <laughs> so Dean asks after Bella. We learn she wanted to buy something that'll take Rufus some time to round up. Um, but then Rufus counters and asks why Dean is chasing some stuck-up English girl with only three weeks left. And Dean's like, how did you know? How'd you know? I only have three weeks left. <laughs> and and Rufus is like, <laughs> I know things. <laughs> it's like, I know more than you. I know a lot of things about a lot of people. And he's like, I know that no pea shooter is going to save you. And what makes you so sure? Why are you so sure? And Rufus says, that's the job. Even if it's not this one, like something down the road is going to kill you. And it's like, folks like us, we don't have a happy ending. 
Hmm. And dude's like, ain't you a bucket of sunshine? Yeah. And Rufus is like, I'm what you've got to look forward to if you survive. But you won't. But you didn't. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Rufus. And he kind of <laughs> smiles and like goes to take a drink. He's like, yeah, but you, you won't. Jeez, <laughs> Rufus, lighten up a little, man. Uh, <laughs> no. So we see Sam roll up in the woods in a rental car. And we we know it's a rental car because he like takes the visor down and it says like something rentals on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Jeep, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets out the map of the hunting cabins, gets out of the car and walks down a path. He walks a little ways down the path. It just like kind of into some brush, pauses, locks the door. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> walking. Oh shoot! Should lock my car. Because when you click it, it goes. So we're back with Dean and Rufus, and Dean's like, "Sabella." Rufus says, "Hotel Kane in room thirty-nine, but watch your back." And Dean's like, "I think I can handle Bella." Rufus is like, "Don't be so sure. There's some things you don't know about her." Dean's like, "Oh, and you do because you." know things and Rufus is like yep and he's like let me guess you left your fingerprint yep <laughs> and that got you jack and he's like yep <laughs> she burned them off years ago Dean's like so you're right where we are and he's like nope <laughs> and then he's like you do her ear and Dean's Dean, like there's a like it's like he's trying to like figure out where this conversation is going he's like what? sorry it's like, just what like out heard? of context you do her you, you do, do her you, you do her ear and Rufus is like you do her ear. And uh, he's like, like, listen, I'll try anything once, but that sounds really uncomfortable. <laughs> and Ruse is like, ears are as unique as fingerprints. Doesn't fly in court here, but in England, they're all over it. He's like, friend of a 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 friend. <laughs> Faxed me some files. All I had to do was get one clean shot of her ear on the security camera. And he's like, right. Her ear. <laughs> Okay, takes a drink. Rufus pulls out a file, puts it in front of Dean. It's like the so-called Bella Talbot. Dean looks through the files and looks up at Rufus, and Rufus just drinks. And we have the orchestration of, uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. It's this, like, the, 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 like, oh, no, oh, no, as he opens the file and starts to read. It's like, oh, Oh, no. no. (laughs) Sam is exploring an abandoned cabin. I think we're supposed to assume that he's been to a number of them. Yeah, because now it's like nighttime. Now it's nighttime. And, and nighttime. And he he pulled up, and it was evening. So yeah, he's been going around, following his map, looking at abandoned cabins. So now he's in one, exploring. Unless he's just gotten really lucky. It's the first one he got there. So he's with a flashlight, searching, and he's you know going through things, opening boxes, <laughs> looking at books. He finds a journal with the symbols from Dad's journal. He's looting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> On, just on the cover. He pockets it in his little, little inside pocket of his coat. He finds a cellar door, goes down to find... Why would you go down? Because he's so searching. But he's... I love how he, like, it's obviously uncomfortable because he's such a tall, big man. Yeah. He's, yeah. like, going down through the cellar, like... Gotta get down <laughs> under the floor. Gotta... <laughs> and then he, like, plays the flashlight. He's looking down, like, like oh my god, I... I can't even, like, my back. <laughs> the whole like, time, I was thinking, like, someone's gonna lock him down there. I know. I thought as soon as he shut the door, that he, it was gonna be, like, latch. And he's gonna be like, like <gasps> whoops. Oh, oh no. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! So, he goes down into the basement, and with his flashlight, he sees a body on a table, with, like, covered in a bloody sheet. So, and I'm gonna touch that. <laughs> I'm gonna stick my hand in there. <laughs> 
And he sees, like, there's, like, shelves with a lot of shit on it. He goes over to the body, checks for a pulse. That's the guy who's had his heart ripped out. Yeah, so, so none. So none. <laughs> um, then he, like, sees, like, into, like, another kind of, like, side area. There's another gurney with another person on it. He notes a window that is boarded up by the yes. ceiling and goes through the curtains to see this woman on, uh, like, this body on another table with her arm, like, off to the side. Like, like, like on a On a, on a table, on a yeah. board or something, and... What was he taking out of her? That I'm not sure. It's was just it a, just skin? It's just... Yeah, it could have been a skin graft. Because his, like, face was yeah. all stitched up. Maybe it was a, a skin... Could have been a thing. skin graft of some kind, um, but there's... A, an open wound with a whole bunch of maggots in her forearm. See, if that was the case, I don't know. I feel like why would he need to like take her to do anything like that? Right, or like it's one of those. Like, maybe he just likes kidnapping people too. Yeah. Like it's part it's of the, the thing. Part of the chase. <laughs> yeah. Sam goes to feel for a pulse, and she's like. <gasps> 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 She, uh, yeah, she startles awake, and Sam, like, tries to get her to be quiet. He's like, it's he's okay, like, I'm here to help you, I'm here to help you, it's he, okay, I'm he, here to help you. He wraps her arm up in, like, kind of, like, loosely packs it in, like, a big cloth. Um, Which is, like, surpri- like, I don't know, like, it looks surprisingly clean for yeah. being here in this, like, weird, dirty place. Were there no maggots yeah. on it? On her arm? There were maggots. Oh, yes. Yeah, there were. But, but he wrapped like, it up to be like, okay, it's o- an open wound, let's... And we're just gonna... Apply so, some pressure. So, and, like, the thing about the maggots, the maggots are not bad. Yeah, right? no, they're, they eat the bad it's, stuff. They're, yeah. It's, and, like, for this situation, if there's, like, if there's going to be an infection, there's already an infection in there. Right, um, but you're not going to be like, eh, clear off the maggots. Don't, don't touch like, it. Don't like, touch like, like, the maggots, the maggots are already in the there. The maggots, <laughs> maggots are already in there and they're doing their job. The, the maggots are already they're in there. They're trying to be rebelling. The, sh- the, sh- the shaving files. <laughs> the, the iron <laughs> filings are in the wound. They're already in there. They're already doing their job. Just, like, wrap up the thing that could take care of it at the hospital. Yeah, right. He's like, um, I am well, not a, an can they, can they take care of it at, <laughs> at this hospital? Do <laughs> they do anything? Different hospital, ideally. <laughs> different nurse. Yeah. For sure. So, after he, like, wraps up her forearm, he hears a door upstairs creak open, and we see the, like, monster doctor. <laughs> yeah. Dog Ben coming in. Uh, Sam's, like, trying to get her to be quiet, and he covers her mouth. That's... And, like, that's scary, but but uh, then the floorboards are creaking, and the dot comes around the corner. As the dot comes around the corner, he sees, and he's got like a lantern or something. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Ooh, An old-timey lantern. Old-timey lantern. The table is clear, and he looks over, like through the curtains, he sees that there's like the body is gone, and then he looks up, and the window with the boards over it, has the boards have been broken, and... I guess we're assuming that they escaped up there. I guess. Yeah. It's a tiny window. It's kind of a small window. How did they do it without making any sound? Yeah. And with her with a wound on her arm. And Sam being a giant man. And Sam being a giant man. How did he get up there? I didn't see like a chair or like, how did they get up there? I don't don't know. Magic. I I assume he pushed her through and then then somehow. And then then, then hoisted himself through. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, And the dog's kind of like, Oh man! Oh, and <laughs> so, just got her down here. So up until this scene, all the victims we've seen have been men. Yeah, this is the first woman victim we've we've had for this guy. And like up until the scene, I was like, oh hey, he's just killing men. That's a, that's, that's a different all right. that's a different change. <laughs> Uh, like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, he, kills, yeah, he, no. kills, he kills women too. <laughs> yep, yep. If it was just men, though, 
and it was Sarah Gamble, then it would probably be like her saying that it was a, it was a gay, gross thing. gay thing. She probably would have written something in it into it like that. Yeah, like the doctor was actually gay, and then he's a monster too. Yeah, and he's he wants their body parts. Gross, gross, gross. So yeah, so we cut to Sam running uh, to his car, carrying this woman. <laughs> <laughs> and like an animal. <laughs> uh, he puts her in the passenger side, and it, it, I liked. It. He was like, "Watch your head, watch your head!" Like trying try to get her in there. Sam gets this woman in the car, and he gets in the driver's side, and he starts the car. And then the doctor breaks she, the window. She she's like leaning on him, and he's trying to get her to sit up. Yeah, he's like, "Okay, sit upright." Like, no, no, upright, no, upright. I can't drive if you're on me. <laughs> and so Doc breaks the window. And starts slamming Sam's head into the steering wheel. And <laughs> so Sam puts it in reverse. He drives away from the dock. He, who's like hangs out to the window for like a minute and like falls down on the ground. Every time you say that, I keep thinking you say the dog. Should I just say Benton? I've been saying doc this whole time now. It's just doctor in my notes. Evil doctor. Evil doctor. Evil doctor. So evil doctor is in the road on the ground. He's like laying down and Sam kind of determined face (laughs) puts it in drive. And runs him over. And the woman is like, oh my god, like, we're killing a man. <laughs> I guess, I mean, he is the evil doctor, but like, we're killing a man. And instead of dying, this doctor, the evil doctor, gets up as Sam drives away, cracks his neck back into place because his head is all the way over to the side, like nearly headless yeah. neck, and <laughs> yeah. pushes it upright, cracks his neck a couple times back into place, and is like, and his eye bleeds a bit. Yeah, so, so it's like you. the he's like internally bleeding. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he needs some new eyes. Our next scene, we see a fancy hotel, and we see Bella let herself into her room, where she is pretty much immediately pinned against the wall by Dean, who uh, begins to interrogate her about the cult, and he's got a gun on her. And she's like, it's long gone across the world by now. He's like, you're lying. She says, call the buyer. You speak Farsi? And he reaches behind her and grabs her gun, turns the lights on with it, like, boop, boop, <laughs> pokes the light switches on with, uh, with the gun. And he's like, don't move. And he goes over to search the drawers. She's like, I told you I don't have it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to take your word for it. Going through drawers, pulls out her suitcase, rummaging through things. She starts to edge toward the door a little bit, and he shoots. Shoots the door right by her head. And he's like, don't move. Was there a Bible in any of these drawers? <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't see into didn't the see drawer. under, like, her things or whatever, but it would have been funny to have, like, it would be like, oh, man, there's a Bible. Like, flip through, see if there's any money in there. <laughs> so Dean points the gun at Bella and she's like, are you going to kill me? And he's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, you're not the cold-blooded type. And he's like, like you? True. I couldn't imagine killing my parents. And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, yeah, you do. He's like, you're what? 14? I'm like, okay. She's supposed to be 24. 24, 25, something like that. Okay. Dean's 28 now? 8, 29. Something like that, yeah. He says there's a shady car accident. Police suspected a slashed brake line. He's like, cut to little Bella. Oh, sorry. Abby inheriting millions. Abby! (laughs) (laughs) The kitty! Bella and Abby! Oh Oh my my god! God! (laughs) 
I just got that. Bella, our cat, who we call the little criminal, and our other cat, Abby, who is also a uh, secret criminal. No. <laughs> just a grumpy lady. Just a grumpy lady. <laughs> we did not name them after this no. character. No. <laughs> wow, that's actually kind of funny. So we have a flashback to 14-year-old Bella. She goes by Bella. Yeah. Sitting on a bed, crying. We see a man walk in, like just like feet and pants, and closes the door and locks it. So, and she kind of whimpers. Was she sexually assaulted? Yes. Yes. By is that supposed to be her dad? Yes. Yes. And then, so this is that little flashback in her head, and then she, we go back to Bella and Dean, and she's like, "They were lovely people, mm-hmm. and I killed them." And I got rich. I can't be bothered to give a damn. Or about you. And Dean pins Bella. We see some herbs or something shift above the door frame. And he says, like, you make me sick. And she says, likewise. He stands back, points the gun, and she closes her eyes. And he then he notes the herbs above the door and thinks for a moment and decides, you're not worth it. And he leaves. So what did her mom do? Probably was just complicit. Yeah. Knew about it yeah. and mm-hmm. didn't care. Didn't do anything. That is what is implied. Yeah. We don't really get more than implication right now. So after he leaves, she uncrumples a receipt that she took out of his pocket, and it's from the motel. It's called The Eerie. She gets on the phone and says, it worked. He found me. No, Sam wasn't with him. She says, but I know where they are. Back at The Eerie Motel, Sam answers his cell phone, and it's Dean driving a car. Yep. Dean did not get the colt. And he could not kill Bella. He is upset. So he says, the, the cult's still gone. And he's like, this time, I'm, I'm really screwed. Like, I'm, I'm really screwed, Sammy. And Dean says, like, that Bella, that, that Sam was right. Bella was a goose chase. The cult's gone. And Sam's like, well, maybe, he's like, I, I found Ben's cabin. And Dean's like, did you kill him? And Sam's like, no. He's like, what do you mean, no? He's <laughs> like, I found this. I found I found his lab book. He has a formula. And he's and like, mm, let me guess. I gotta drink blood out of a baby skull. He's like, and no, it's... it's the weird thing is it's not black magic. It's like it's it's weird science. <laughs> Sam is hopeful about the formula, but there's some things he still doesn't understand. And then a, a hand with a rag comes up behind Sam and chloroforms him. He drops the phone and we just hear from the phone Dean yelling for Sam. Sam. We're back in the evil murder basement. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes. Sam yeah, wakes up. His eyes are taped open. It's very scary. Yeah. That's me in class. Taping <laughs> 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 your eyes open. Let Don't me... fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but then your eyes start doing that darting back and forth yeah. thing when you're falling asleep. <laughs> so we have this close up on his taped open eyes. And he's strapped down to the table. And then we have Benton who comes in reassuring Sam that everything's fine. He tells him not to worry. It's like your chances of coming out of this procedure our life are very very high but then i he, would let that's a it's a reassuring thing to be told when before surgery <laughs> your chances are very high <laughs> your chances are very high of being alive when you come out of this so uh so good yeah uh, he he calls him sammy i think yes no you call me them oh my brother <laughs> <laughs> sam asks how he knows his name and benton's like oh i know he's like You think I'm a monster. I have never done one thing I didn't have to. Um, He's like, this eternal life thing is high maintenance. Uh, He's like, something goes bad, like my eyes, gotta replace him. Like, you didn't answer the question. (laughs) He just strokes Sam's forehead. He's like, don't worry, he's getting there. He's monologuing. It's like, sometimes things get damaged. Like when your dad cut out my heart. 
It's like, that was inconvenient. It's like, I'm sure you understand the joy I felt reading about me in his journal. Kind of makes this whole thing feel like some kind of family reunion. (laughs) He's like, well, I guess it's time to start. He very slowly lowers a melon baller. (laughs) (laughs) Just sails eye. Wait, this whole time, is is he he clicking it? Yeah, so it's a a melon, it's like a little mini ice cream scoop or like a kind of a nicer melon baller. It's with the the What we said is it's like for butterballs. Right. You know, it's it's that little like tablespoon yeah. kind of um, like, like deep cup. Yeah, it's like serrated. Yeah. Like like s- kind of a smaller circle with a deep cup. Yeah. With with the thing that that like click clicks. Uh, that, like, like scoops. <laughs> like, how would you slide? The little bar, the, the little curved little bar that slides, slides through or like under. squeegees the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the stuff This out. motion we're doing yeah, with you know, our hand. You know, it like ka-chink. And yeah, curving motion. Yeah, um, that motion. that is operated by a squeezing mechanism on the handle. But yeah, on this one, like the edge of it is like serrated. Got teeth. Yeah. So it's coming, and we see it. Co- he puts it right oh next to Sam's God. eye, and he starts to scoops. scoop. He and starts to scoop. And you can see scoop. the underside of his eye, kind of, and it's like all red, and it's like ah! he starts to scoop. And because his eyelid yeah, is like like open, open, it's like it's just it's gonna come out. It's gonna it's, scoop. Gonna, I was like, I was gonna be like, oh, this is actually where Sam like just becomes like one-eyed Sam. Like, and for a while, he's gonna have an eye patch. For a while, I think Sam's gonna have an eye patch, and then he's gonna get a glass eye at some point, or like a demon eye. Yeah, like, or the, yeah, no, it's gonna be like a possessed glass eye or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, ah, maybe that's just what happens after this. And Martin didn't tell us. Like, <laughs> maybe all the promotional stuff is like, oh, just don't worry, it's a glass eye. Is that like, thing? Is like, that I one thing like, in the fandom that everyone has forgotten and no one talks about? Right. Like, like, I just, I completely forgot. That everyone deems not to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Nope. So it, some shots ring out, and we see bullet wounds appear in Benton, like three of them in his chest. He turns around, and it's Dean. Dean like, didn't say, "Hey." Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> hey. Bam, bam, bam! It was just shooting, and then he's like, "Take attack! Take attack!" He's like, "Shoot all you want." And he approaches Dean, and Dean is shooting him, and Still. he's, like, not being phased by it, and he kind of tosses Dean to the side, and he falls. And then as Benton, like, gets closer to him, kind of lowers to his level as Dean's kind of sitting on the ground, Dean stabs him, and Benton's like, <clears throat> a knife. <laughs> you you started no. with gun. Yeah, like, and now he went to gun. Down, down to knife. <laughs> He's like, what part of immortality do you not understand? He's like, and pity, this heart was brand new. And Dean's like, good. He's like, nice and strong, sending this shit through your body. <laughs> and he pulls out the chloroform. He's like, I found it upstairs, and I dipped the knife in it. And then the doctor's like, no! And he falls. So it's like he only died after He's like, wait, Dean- wait, you, s- oh no, you use chloroform? No! no. <laughs> or no, he didn't die. But he uh, yeah, yeah, he only out. passed out after that. I have questions. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how it would work? No! No, it's not! <laughs> no, it's you not! Wouldn't, you wouldn't just, like, get chloroform inside you and then, like, and that's also, not how it works. You also, have to inhale it. Inhale it right? Also, we were talking about this. Yeah. Why, would, why didn't Dean just sneak up on him and chloroform him if he had... He's he had up, the chloroform. And he's he didn't he snuck up and then shot him a couple times thinking this'll work. He had but it. he had chloroform, he had it dipped. His idea, the dipped it was his idea was I'm gonna I, oh cool chloroform. I'm gonna sneak down there. 
shoot him a couple times, and then stab him with a knife dipped in chloroform. And it's cute. He snuck, work. He snuck down there. He still hasn't noticed him. And he, he decides he could just, just, him. just chloroform him. Like normal. Just like Make him inhale it. Like, like, like the evil guy does to yeah. everyone else. Just, just use the chloroform. Yeah. I've got a more creative solution. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang. Stab. Ah. I always wanted to try this. Dips <laughs> knife in chloroform. Stabs him. We're going to see if this works instead of the thing that we know is going to work. Yeah. Like, so Benton wakes up strapped to the table. And he's like, I can help you. I know what you need. Need. And Dean and Sam are standing over him, and Dean's like, yeah, I might have to cut him into little bits. This immortality thing is a bitch. But he's, like, begging Dean, promising immortality. He's like, I can read the formula for you. And Sam is like, Dean, come come on. And Dean's like, Sam. And they have a little aside. Please excuse us. The menu. <laughs> <laughs> excuse us for a second. Um, <laughs> and they have a little aside where Sam's like, okay, like, listen, three weeks is not a lot of time. We've made zero progress this season. Um, <laughs> Our numbers are not doing so good. <laughs> three, yeah, the writers don't have time. We don't have time. Maybe immortality is the way we write ourselves out of this just for a little while until we can he's, figure something else out. He's Dean's PR rep right now. <laughs> and he's, or like, like his agent. And he's like, you know, maybe we do a little this and not that, you know? Maybe what? you gotta take this little job just to, just, like, just make ends now. meet for now and then you'll get a big movie deal later. Yeah, because <laughs> like, we're not looking so good right now with numbers. Like, yeah, he's like, hell in three weeks or a new pancreas in, like, 50 years. Mm-hmm. And, and Dean's like, like, he's like, look at, like, okay, look at this guy. Look at where, let's think about this and where he has to get his organs. Yep. You can't, that's, they're not in a store. This is to buy us enough because we only have three weeks. This is to get it, get us past three weeks. And he's like, well, just think about it. And Dean's like, no, <laughs> no. And he's like, he's like, what this guy is, isn't living. He's mm-hmm. like, it's simple. It's black and white, human, not human. Mm. Yeah, there's that again. Yeah, okay. Dean's drawing a line. He says that that Doc Benton is a monster. He's like, I'd rather go to hell. And then he chloroforms the Doc the regular way. (laughs) (laughs) So we know it does work on the the immortal doctor. Yep. And Dean says, like, help me or not, it's up to you. So our next scene, the Doc... He's in a refrigerator? Yeah, he wakes up in the dark and lights a match. Hmm. It's a refrigerator. Oh, that's funny. That they've changed shut. Okay. Because um, so, like, it looks more like a fridge on the inside. Yeah, kind of, no, it's a like, fridge. It's like so with all the shelves taken out or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, he's in a fridge. And he's like, he lights a match. He's been fridged. <laughs> ah! <laughs> he lights a match to try to see, like, what's going on. And, like, like, like pushes. He's like, oh, at least I have a book of matches with yeah. me. <laughs> like, he's going to run out How someday. convenient. <laughs> and tries to open the door. <laughs> yeah, right. He's in there forever and he's already using a match. <laughs> He, you know, tries to open the door, but, like, something's keeping it shut, and he starts pushing on it and screaming and begging. And then we see outside, it is a refrigerator that has been chained shut. With a journal. A I just, journal. Just, just on, on top. top. <laughs> and we Not hear, in there with him. No. We hear him yelling, like, I can help you. And Dean is like, enjoy forever in there, Doc. And the boys... That? Sam looks bear- so sad, but conflicted. Like, did is this okay? Are yeah. we doing a bad thing? The thought of this, though... Someone who can live forever, just in just there. existing, just like forever. but like at this Buried point, alive, may, but, but at like, this point, maybe maybe not because he won't he, be able to replace all the no. organs. Right? It's like it's technically forever as long as you can live, and like he can live, and like he won't die due to like being stabbed or anything like that. Right, and he probably yeah. doesn't need to eat. Yeah, like we've assumed yeah. at this point. So. But if his body decomposes, then I mean, he, at, like at, at different rates, his different organs are going to start and going like, back. And like, at what point does like whatever he did to make 
him immortal? At what point does that stop as he starts to di- as his body starts to die? How long is his consciousness alive? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, and, and Dean's like, enjoy it forever. And it Sam's just, like, oh my god, what have we done? Our next scene, we're back at the Erie Motel. It's nighttime. Nighttime. And we see Bella walking down the hall. She pulls a gun with a silencer and breaks into what we assume is the boys' motel room. Yeah. <laughs> Two bullets in each body asleep in the beds and takes the covers off to check. First one is a blow-up doll. And it's got like a bikini, like a... Yeah, which yeah. deflates. It's or like... It's lingerie. Real doll, yeah. whatever. So then she uncovers the second one and it is also a blow-up doll. And then the phone rings. I'm like, this is very well-timed. Yeah. <laughs> like, how does Are they watching well? her from yeah, like... Right. With binoculars? <laughs> like, we can see. Wait, when did she shoot? She shot... Okay, she shot. She shot. Okay, call, call, call. call. Make, make the call. Wait. <laughs> uh, she picks it up and it's Dean and he's like, hey, Bella. Bella! Where the hell have you been, Luca? I felt your hand in my pocket earlier. Uh, you got oh, that receipt, <laughs> right? That's <laughs> 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 weird. Just like, I felt your hand in my pocket earlier. <laughs> like, okay, Dean. <laughs> Bella says, like, you don't get it. And Dean's like, oh, I, <laughs> oh, I get it. He's like, see, I noticed something above your door in your hotel room. Devil's shoestring. There's only one use for that. It's to hold hellhounds at bay. Bella sits on the bed just defeated. Dean says that he looked into her folks' obit. They died 10 years ago today. And he's like, you didn't kill them. You had a demon do your dirty work. You made a deal, didn't you? And it's come due. Bella is in tears at this point. And we have another flashback to a young Bella sitting on a swing set and a young girl sitting beside her saying she can take care of them for her. And it won't even cost you anything. For ten whole years. and For ten whole bucks. And, <laughs> <laughs> and her eyes go red. And we, we're back with uh, Bella on the phone, and Dean says, Is that why you stole the colt? Our gun for your soul? And she immediately says yes. And she's crying. And Dean says, like, but stealing the colt wasn't enough, I guess. Bella says, they changed the deal. They wanted me to kill Sam. And Dean's like, ah, demons, untrustworthy. Who'd have thunk? He's like... Oh, but that deadline, what time is it? And she looks at the clock. He's like, ah, it's almost midnight. And Bella breaks down and she's like, Dean, listen, I need help. And Dean's like, ah, sweetheart, we are weeks past help. She says, I know I don't deserve it. And he's like, you're right. But if you just asked us for help earlier, like we probably could have saved you. And she's like, and saved yourself. I know about your deal. And Dean's like, who told you? She says, the demon who holds your contract, she holds mine too. Says she has every deal. He's like she. <laughs> like yeah, because last time we heard it was he. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bella says Lilith, and Dean's like Lilith, and kind of looks at Sam, and he's like, "Why should I believe you?" She says, "You shouldn't, but it's the truth." And he's like, "This can't help you, not now. Why are you telling me this?" And she says, "Because maybe you can kill the bitch." And he says, "I'll see you in hell." And hangs up. Bella hangs up, and she just kind of takes like a shuddering breath as the clock flips to midnight. And we hear hounds begin to howl. And Bella looks out the window, and there's a growl and a crash as we go to credits. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the episode. So what do we think? 
That's okay. Um, I thought it was really gross. <laughs> yeah, this was a gross one. This was one that I watched first in, like, I was like, I'll you know, watch it, like, do my first run through. And then maybe I'll watch it and take notes, uh, like, at the coffee shop. <laughs> like, I don't think I can do that. No. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while there's an episode that I'll watch at the coffee shop and I'll be like... <laughs> yeah, hold my screen, like, so nobody can see yeah. what's yeah. going on here. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, I'm like, yeah. that's, that's oh, a lot that's, of maggots. That's, that's like, gross. Really graphic, gross body horror gore kind of stuff. I don't like don't how they handled the whole the... Bella no. stuff. I don't like how they handled it. it. Was it that they just needed to write her off the show? Kind of. Um, Was she going on to do The Walking Dead? I don't, <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't like, remember when that started. I don't but, remember um, how Dean talked to her about it. Like, did he know that her parents... Like, that's what happened? No. I don't think so. No. I think where he's no. supposed to be, like, out of the no in that kind of way. Like, Yeah, all the information he has is her parents died in a car Died crash. suspiciously, and then she inherited a fortune. Okay. Um, so he probably thinks, like, in, like, the worst way about, like, that, but not that she did it for a good reason, ba- you know? Based on every all the interactions he's had with her so far, she has zero morals about anything yeah and he now he's got the information that her parents died suspiciously she killed she killed her parents to inherit a fortune and she is so like she puts up so many walls yeah that she was like you know she's having this flashback and then she's like they were lovely people and i killed them and i got rich and it's just like she is such a like bella is a good actor Mm -hmm. yeah so is the actor who plays bella but uh bella is it good was, at it acting. It was very sad. You it know? was very sad. It, it was crazy. And we, we were talking about this, like, off thought a little bit. But, like, she, like, this... Lauren Cohen. Lauren Cohen. Mm-hmm. Like, such a good actress. Like... Her very, very emotional scene where yeah. she's not actually acting opposite anybody. No, she's just on the phone, listening to Dean on the phone. And she just... When and, she breaks down... And, like, the the way that she has to, like, re, like, re-traumatize herself. Dean doesn't know, but she's sitting there in her last moments, like, just begging for something. Begging for any glimmer of hope. And she's not getting it. It really sucks that we weren't able to at least give her any type of happy ending considering all the awful things that she's had to go through and how much of, like, a fighter she's been. Yeah, so this character was, like, introduced to kind of, you know, back when we thought we were going to have a full season, right? Right. Um, To kind of be a kind of a balance to Ruby. Yes. So, like, there's, like, Sam and Ruby have a thing going on, so Dean and Bella kind of have a thing going on, and a little bit of, like, a cat and mouse thing with them. I don't know. He always seemed to have a serious, like, hatred for her, though. So, so here's the... Mostly because of, like, the cult stuff, and then... So, here's the thing. Like, they really... One of the issues was, rather than writing, like, an anti-hero character or a helpful villain they really went they they wrote her to be so unlikable to the main characters Mm. that she could not be a helpful villain like like they didn't give her that option in the writing they they wrote her as as too antagonistic yes it was always like that cute little banter but like the meat of it was that she wasn't going to be helpful at all yeah and like she didn't owe them an explanation but it would have it would have made it easier along the way. Um, if they could see her as more of a human. If she'd been written if she'd been written as more to be more of a human. Yeah. Earlier on. Then that and what man like the um <laughs> yeah. was called. The boat one the boat. Oh the ghost ship. It, we we got a, a little snippet of her being like, oh no, like there's a reason that this ghost ship 
has appeared to me. And it was that whole, like, spilling your family's blood thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got a little bit of, like, oh, there's a reason like, that Bella saw the ghost ship and that she's going to die because of it. And But, like, there was also, like, well, we don't know because ghosts Cause in their loopholes. So. Like, like, like that whole car accident thing with the the, like, girl, the running girl. Like, yeah. ah, it was like, she lived, but her cousin died. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, it was her fault. Like, no, it was just a tragic car accident when she was a teenager. Like, yeah. ghosts with the but, loopholes... Like, she, yeah, she did kill her parents, but it was... She asked for her parents to be killed. Right. She asked a demon to kill her parents. Yeah. So, yeah, not great how they handled everything with Bella. Like... Yeah. yeah. So as be, a whole. Because, like, the, like, their original intention was for her to be this kind of counterpoint to Ruby, but then the whole season fell apart. Audiences weren't super receptive to her because of how antagonistic she was written. She was just really kind of unlikable yeah. to audiences. They're just kind of like, why do they even keep <laughs> dealing with her if she's such a problem? Like, like, I don't like, even remember if she, like, does she help them ever? Not really. Not really? She, she's pretty much only a problem for them. Yeah. She gave them something at one point. Like, right. a, like a cut of something. Like, of the money. Oh, yeah. But that was, like, like just because it was, like, it's easier to say, to give you money than say thank, thank you. Thank you. So it's just because they they wrote her to be so unlikable, then audiences didn't like her very much. They're like, well, we're not. Rather than letting her, like, ride off into the sunset to, like, maybe come back at a later point, they're like, well, we'll just kill her off and just close this loose end. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, she does not come back. I think, like, she's, like, referenced a couple times later, and she appears in, like, flashbacks kind of of thing. But I think think this is it for for her. You know who we will see again is Rufus. Oh, really? Rufus is not a one-off character. (gasps) Cool! He comes back a couple times, I believe. Cool! As like another little resource, like mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, um, as a another resource, as an old friend of Bobby's, mm-hmm. I believe they do reconnect. Cool. At some point, it's like that is just two very grumpy old guys <laughs> <laughs> trying to out grumpy each other. Kind of, yeah. But yeah, so other than that, um, where does this episode leave us? It leaves us nowhere. We like, know we, Lilith holds his contract. Right. We tied that up a little bit, but not. And which, like, so that was not their original tr- plan. No. So maybe we'll try to get Ruby and... Yeah. And they're like, maybe Ruby can kill Lilith with us. Like, she can help. And then somehow we'll get out of this deal because they're going to kill Lilith. How? What? Like, Rufus was like, yeah, your your gun isn't going to do shit. So it's like that demon killing knife, probably not either. We don't know. We don't know. It's but probably like, the type of demon that if you shoot at it, it like, can go like, Ooh, Oh yeah, it can just right? stop the bullet, right? Because that yeah. happened once yeah. with a lower level demon. Yeah. The demons can use magic to throw the knife across the room. Right, like, it shouldn't you know. have. Yeah. Little, yeah. Whatever. Just um, duct tape the knife to your hand. <laughs> Like, try to scissor hands, but yeah. like, try, try, yeah, try, like, like, try to take it from me now. <laughs> like, demon. Yeah, like, they can't throw it out of your hand. If it, the inductive is so strong, it's stronger than demon magic. <laughs> That would be really funny. Actually. <laughs> An ad for, 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 for like gorilla tape. <laughs> yeah, gorilla tape. <laughs> yeah. Stronger than demon magic. <laughs> Never lose your knife again. <laughs> it's always taped to your hand. So, yeah. So now we're going into this last episode with Kay. So I guess we're going after a little <laughs> With no plan and no resources. And no time. And no time. This time episode is, is not on my side. <laughs> time is not on their side. Anything else we want to say? I don't think so. Yeah. Didn't think so. Didn't think so. Okay. So then next time is season three, episode 16. (laughs) Last episode of the season. (laughs) Called No Rest for the Wicked. In a battle to the death, 
Sam, Dean, and Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Bob? Bob. From Bob's Burgers? Yes. Take on Lilith and all her demons in a last-ditch effort to save Dean's life. (laughs) (laughs) I like that a lot. And Bob. Bob. That's amazing. <laughs> Sam, Dean, and Bob take on Lilith and all her demons. All the demons. All of her demons. In a last ditch effort to save Dean's life. Great. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Oh. So then join us next time for, for our season finale. Yeah! Season three finale. Season three, episode 16. Until then, I've been a host, Margaret. I've been host, Patricia. And I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Bruff Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, Dad. You can find us at 3 Idgets Pod on most of the internet. And get in touch with us by emailing 3 Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>